the religious men were the ones that Jesus was saying, nope, you have it all wrong. The widow, the poor, the, the lost, the broken, the lonely, like those were the ones that God seemed to use the most. Not only am I loved by God, rescued by God, saved by God, but also like he wants to use me. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Do you sometimes think that in order for God to use you, you sort of need to be qualified in some way, like be very good or very brave or very successful or very perfect? The Bible paints a very different picture. Let me read you something from the Jesus Storybook Bible. It's from the story called Let's Go, and we're right at the start of Jesus's work on earth. Jesus left the desert and set about the great rescue. He was going to get God's people back. But first, he needed to find some helpers and friends. He had a lot to do and he would need some people to help him. Who would make good helpers, do you think? Clever ones? Rich ones? Strong, important ones? Some people might think so, but I'm sure by now you don't need me to tell you that they'd be wrong. Because the people God uses don't have to know a lot of things or have a lot of things. They just have to need him a lot. Our guest today knows she needs God and God uses her in powerful ways. Holly Hayes is the founder and CEO of Sanctuary Project, a survivor-run non-profit social enterprise employing and empowering women who've survived trafficking and violence and addiction. As a survivor herself, Holly knows the path to recovery can be long and hard. Holly shares with us how she found God one day on the floor of a public bathroom and just how powerfully in her brokenness, God rescued her and turned her brokenness into blessing for others. Her amazing story and ministry reminds me of that wonderful Leonard Cohen lyric. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. St. Paul boasted about his weakness because when he was weak, that meant God's power was on full display. It seems to be how God loves to work, that somehow for God, weakness is the way, that for God, brokenness is strength. As you listen to Holly's story, you'll see how in her brokenness, God's power is on full display. How through the cracks, the light got in and how it now can shine so brightly for others. I know you'll be as encouraged and inspired as I've been by Holly's honesty, her humility, her courage, and her truly incredibly miraculous story. So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Holly Hayes.
I came to faith in a really unique way. I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't have a relationship with God ever in my life. And um, and my life went uh, pretty far downhill to the point that I was homeless and on the floor of a public bathroom one day and just said, God, help me. I went and I grabbed this Bible and I said, okay, God, if you're real and if you're in here, speak to me. And then I put my finger inside of it and I tipped it open and my finger landed on uh, the number eight in a, in a book called John. And I started reading and it was this story where a woman had been caught in the act of adultery and brought before Jesus. And, and all of the accusers said, the law says that we should stone her to death. What do you say, Jesus? And he said, let he who is without sin throw the first stone at her. And one by one, each person put down their stones and walked away. And I saw this picture in this moment of the kind of God that would rescue someone like me off the floor of a bathroom. And all of a sudden, this God that, that I cried out to in that moment became real. And that night, I met someone who got me into a recovery program. And I've been sober since that day and safe since that day and, and really started this journey of trying to figure out who this God was that had rescued me off that bathroom floor. What I see in scripture is a Jesus who empowered women. I'm reminded of a story in scripture where there's a Pharisee and a tax collector and they both go to the altar and, and the tax collector just falls before the altar and says, I'm a, I'm a wicked man and um, I need forgiveness. And he, and he repents and he begs God for his forgiveness. And, and then the Pharisee goes to the altar and says, I thank you, God, that I'm not like this man, that I'm not like this wicked man. And Jesus says it was the tax collector that went away justified and not the Pharisee in that moment. The religious men were the ones that Jesus was saying, nope, you have it all wrong. And then the prostitute, the, um, the servant, the, the widow, the, the, the poor, the, the lost, the broken, the lonely, like those were the ones that God seemed to use the most. Not only am I loved by God, rescued by God, saved by God, but also like he wants to use me. And I saw over and over again these stories of people like me being used to do beautiful things for God's kingdom. And I felt invited and I felt empowered and I felt excited that I would have him behind me and with me. And so it's been such a gift to to get to do that, to get to build alongside him and to daily surrender and say, well, you know, throughout history, you've used all these failures, <laughs> all these, all these misfits to build beautiful things. So surely you can use me, right, God? And surely you're still with me. And so it's been just such a gift to watch it work and to see him rise up a bunch of misfits around me too, and to, to be mentoring them and empowering them to lead and, and to watch Sanctuary Project grow over the last four years and to um, really a, a national brand. And, um, and we've have big partnerships now with Target and with FabFitFun. And, and I, I'm seeing these, you know, these little pieces that were all inspired by the sanctuary I found in God go out to the world. And all because he chose to use another little misfit, another, another person that the world would have probably discarded. And, uh, and it's, and it's just such a gift to enter into this story with him. I think Jesus is is inviting us into something different and new, which is not running from it, not pushing it away, not trying to avoid it through perfectionism, but actually just humbly bringing who we are to him. And I think that there's so much power in that. And, and I think that's why that moment of just on a, a floor of a public bathroom and saying, God, help me, transformed my entire life. 
because it was just that moment of crying out for help, of of knowing I'm at the end of myself and and I can't do it alone. And you know, now I've gotten to spend years uh, both in the recovery community, doing it with other people. Right, that's a big part of the recovery community is that it's a community and that we do it together. Um, and then now in this in this community I've built at Sanctuary Project, where we're doing it together. This community is the place where we can reflect God's love to each other and mercy to each other, and help each other to feel safe to just say, um, "Help," or "I'm hurting." or I'm joyful, but to be really honest about, about how we are and where we're at. I'm going to read a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible that I love, and this is from when, uh, after Jesus has parted the, the Red Sea and allowed the Israelites to pass through unscathed. God's people were safe. They danced and laughed and sang and thanked God. When there had been no way out, God had made a way. Many years later, once again, God was going to make a way where there was no way. From the beginning, God's children had been running from him and hiding. God knew his children could never be happy without him, but they couldn't get back to him by themselves. They were lost. They didn't know the way back, but God knew the way, and one day he would show them. What I love about this passage and what I love about the Jesus Storybook Bible in general is that it takes even these stories from the Old Testament and it inserts Jesus into them and prophesies about Jesus and shows Jesus's character even in them. And this is this is the character Jesus shows again and again, too, in the Gospels. It's this it's the overarching part of the story for me is like, you can trust me. I am God and you can trust me. And it's not just because he's good. It's like he's good to us. Um, because a lot of things can be good over there, but it doesn't mean it's going to be good to me, right? And this is him showing us like, no, I'm, I'm going to be good to you and I need you to trust me. And, and part of that includes obedience, right? And trust and obey. But the obedience then doesn't come from a place of fear. It comes from a place of trust. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at jesus underscore storybook underscore bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello. It's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.